Hello and welcome to Chocolate Swordfish. This week we got a little something special for you, a little extended intro, because it's one of my and Kenny's personal favorite topics. <laughs> Asian media. Hit it up, Kenny. Tell me, how are you feeling today? You watch anything good lately? Oh, dude, yeah. I've watched a few classics. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't watched really much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I watched uh, the last one I think I watched that I can remember is that Animal World. Which Ooh, that movie is intense. Yeah. It is. Dude, Netflix have been dropping some bangers from Asia lately. Like, Did you watch that one? Oh, dude, I honestly, I haven't. It's on my list. But other stuff keeps popping up, like fucking the night that. Oh, what was that? Fucking, I was fuck up the, the name night of this it movie. comes. No, uh, the night comes for us or whatever. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, oh my you'll hear us talk about that more in this episode. But <coughs> fuck, bro, that movie literally blew my fucking head off, bro. Oh yeah. I mean, the story was pretty on point. The acting was on point. The fucking action was like shit your brains out intense bro there's actually one little scene i want to talk about just because it's me and you here it, it reminds me of the fucking warriors video game we were obsessed with when we were fucking kids oh but, yeah uh, dude there's a part in it where he just smashes this fool's teeth in with the fucking pool ball bro it made me shit myself because when you're playing that video game bro you remember how it happened there was just like a little blood and shit god oh, damn yeah. when he does it in this movie like he erases this guy's fucking face with it bro wow sounds and, wicked dude it's more like it's like heavy action but it, it kind of shows you what it would really look like if you did most of this shit to someone you know yeah. Rather than just like a few cut marks, like they actually showed like the skin splitting and shit when someone would get cut. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Show it real intense, but dude, I just thought they added the new uh, the new raid on there too on Netflix. Oh no, I think that was the first one. That wasn't. Yeah, they put Raid Redemption on there. They put another one too. I could have sworn. Did they, they put, put another... Raid Two on there? Yeah, I could have sworn I no saw way. it. Dude. Dude, I'm sure. gonna check again. I'm pretty sure they only put the first one on there. Which the first one's good, but number two has the dude with the scaffolding hammers, and that shit is sick as fuck. Oh, oh dude, this topic's a fucking banger for us, bro. I'm I'm excited as fuck. <laughs> Did you Me even mention the topic? Yeah, it said Asian media. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Kenny, we're like partway through the intro, bro. Come on, get with it. I'm just stoked because, bro, this has been something that has truly gotten me hooked since I was a little kid. It's just something about, like, it's not even any specific country in Asia. It's like all Asia just makes this fucking crazy-ass good media that, like, is kind of looked at, but not, like, truly looked at. You know what I mean? Honestly, the way I feel is it's it's looked at and it's respected, but it's like a lot of the stuff we use and we try to steal and adapt into like other things, man. We really That's do, bro. Like we really do. I mean, we think about how many movies they've they've adapted and like never, like when The Grudge was first coming out, they never once said 
adapted from the Japanese horror classic, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't give it its its paid, you know, dues, man. Like, no, unless and I, you, kids unless like us like knew. a true OG and like you've seen those movies, like watching fucking. I remember they used to play the Japanese one, like Gino or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Juno. Uh, yeah, uh, on fucking uh, IFC and shit. That's what I was going to say is like, unless you're kids like us, like who literally grew up watching these films, like. You're not gonna know for that. Oh, bro, I got some hidden. You know, not the grudge. Like I would go on a limb to say that's one of the better, like, oh, represent like an American done version. Of I got it, a but... couple hidden gems I'm waiting to talk about for the actual podcast from my days of watching the AZN channel as a kid. Oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about some fucking of my people's dicks off. And you know we got some good stuff coming up in this episode. Oh, bro, it's going to be so tasty. And I have a feeling me and Gerard are going to get into a conversation about our new passion of uh, fucking sumo wrestling. Oh, God. Let's not lead into <laughs> too much of that, though, boys. But, yeah, definitely go into that. We don't want to get oh, off bro. sidetracked. Off it's not, bro. That's part of Asian media, dog. I mean, it is. It's a Japanese it sport. It is, but I thought we were going more of like movies and stuff like that. Oh, we were movies, anime, any kind of sport from Japan you like to watch? Fuck, if you like to watch Japanese pro wrestling. Anything, bro. Anything goes. It's all covers all Japanese media. Oh, it has to be specifically Japanese. I thought it was just Asian or, I mean, media. Not Japanese. God damn it. All Asian media. I was like, bro, I got some Korean flicks I'm going to be talking about. Oh, no, I we're got definitely going to be going into Korea, China, yeah, Taiwan. Pros. Taiwan, Siam. All of it, bro. Oh, my favorite, you know, Asian flicks, bro. You know, I love me a good Battle Royale, bro. That's one of my favorites. Oh, well, that's fucking just, that's a tasty one, bro. Bro, I gotta talk about my favorites, dog. You guys talk. Oh, about you know favorite. we're gonna be talking Crow Zero in this, bro. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we talking it all, bro. We talking it all. Crow Zero is a fucking film that changed my life. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> Genji and Sarazawa, bro. Where we got our original nicknames from. Honestly, like I'll like. I remember the nostalgia of like just finding that movie, and I was instant. I didn't Bringing even watch it, it over to my house. I, 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 I think you brought it. it. No, no, we watched it on my PS3. That's right. Yeah, remember I found out how to yeah, watch it. Yeah, you figured out how to fucking get that shit onto my PS3. Like, you had an addiction of just finding like crazy yeah. like, fucking Asian movies, bro. And I found that one, and I was like, Kyle, I found one, dog. Oh my and god, dude! That movie it, made me shit my brains yeah. out when I saw it, bro. The beginning we of it. The the literally the intro song had us, dude. It was like we were watching an anime. Me and you were fucking. Me and you were getting all ham, dude. I can see it right now. The guy with this badass pompadour, bro. Bro, and he's like a fucking G, bro. Like, oh man. Oh, you guys are. Either way, like we can't get too much into it. We're about to just start the podcast. Well, that's what I was gonna say. No, this, dude, is, this, like, is this is fucking. You guys get ready for podcast already. Like, you boys get ready for some tastiness right here. Just get ready for some tastiness. This is a topic. It, it, just be ready. This is probably gonna be like a three-hour podcast. Yep. Sit back and enjoy the show. 
Ooh, ooh, chocolate. Ooh, ooh. So chocolate, chocolate, bronze boys, bronze boys. Wait, we got to do our bronze one, bro. <laughs> club, 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 club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a wonderful night. Well, actually, not really. Turn on the fucking podcast after this. This is the fucking intro. I hope you boys got laid tonight. You never even said anybody's names. Who's it starring? Nothing. What I told. I said have it ready. He fucking failed. What do you mean? Who the fuck doesn't need to fucking say it's starring? It's starring the same people it stars every week. You fucking cocksuckers. Oh, God. (laughs) That's Kyle's intro. (laughs) Love you. Welcome to Chocolate Swordfish this week. Starring Kyle Newsman, David Giraffe, and Kenneth Mossubian. Now streaming on seven apps. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Be rapists, I should say. You start Who roofing them. Watch me? How did you like it? Oh god, no! God damn it, Kyle! No. Oh, so like off topic. The theme of this podcast is going to be our love of Asian culture and cinema and. Uh, stuff like that. We have a bunch of different like television shows and like food recipes and just random things that we just want to talk about for the podcast. All right, go with the random thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say see if anybody had anything to add, but apparently I hit the nail on the head. Dude, I got so something I guess, to add. Um, this is a podcast okay. about sumo wrestling. Let me rap to you kids for a second. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is a story all about how you get in the ring and get knocked out. Yeah. So you sit right there while I tell you about Sumo. When you were a kid, Boy. you always wanted to okay. see Toru from Jackie Chan Avengers fuck something up in real life. Watch right, the Grand correct. Sumo Tournament. <laughs> correct. 100% real. If you ever wanted to see E-Honda look like a bitch. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He was a fucking Yokozuna. E Honda, he was a digital Yokozuna. Oh, he wasn't a real oh, Yokozuna. Bro, his fucking palm thrusts were dirt nasty. Come on. Hey, get away, get away, get away. <laughs> I want to see fucking That's uh, what uh, what's that guy's say. name? Tochi. Whatever. I like to call him Tochi. I like to see I want to see that motherfucker use some palm strikes. He's usually a fucking. Yeah, he's usually grabbing the Mawashi bell or going for fucking the straight push outs. It, uh, his real name's like Lavage or something like well, that. L e v a g. Georgian. Georgian, yeah. Fucking a Kenny, that dude, that dude will be the alpha. I want that guy to win. So uh, somebody take this action. So the guy who looks like fucking Kingpin, the lead singer of the yeah, Sons. Yes, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, bro, legit though. Like, you ever fucking see like Spider Man when you're a kid and when Kingpin had the six pack, but he was fat, and like you were like, no one could ever have that. Uh, this guy proves you wrong. When those people <laughs> you're that just say, like, you know, like those people that say, oh, I don't have a six pack, I have a keg. That's what it really should mean. Correct. And so if you're sitting here being like, why the fuck are they talking about sumo? The way that we got into it was actually uh, a anime Kyle showed me, which was Hinamura sumo. 
and that was like his baby and he I like watched it and I've been like super down with it. It's been super compelling, made me actually actively seek out the sport to watch. I know, dude. After you watch that and you like learn some shit about sumo, you're like, fuck. I actually really want to watch sumo. You start watching it and you realize like how are these fat men so fucking athletic, bro? Correct. So they're like some some of these dudes will like do this crazy acrobatic one leg moves and they're just sitting there in the air, one leg on the ground, fully like hyper extended to heaven. And you're like, How are you doing that? How are you still standing up for like more than five seconds? Physics should not do this. Dude, they really fucking shouldn't. And fucking uh what is it? Takeyasu and Gaido are going at it tomorrow for day fifteen, bro. Both of them tied up yeah. today. Takayaso fucking straight tied it up today with the most dirt nasty move ever. Just a straight spin out. <laughs> what is it? Gaido went to uh okay, went like, for like just a Isn't it like not all Yokozunas in the finals and that's like incredibly rare? It actually isn't, because I don't think the homie from Georgia is. I don't think fucking quite a few of these fools are. Yeah, no, like, statistically, uh, on the first day, they were talking about the announcers, how, like, if you have Yokozunas in the tournament, it's statistically more likely that the Yokozuna is going to win. Oh, yeah, because I think uh, Takayasu and fucking Gaido are both Yokozunas, and they're fucking... They're mean, bro. They're mean as fuck. I Today, thought Chino was, because he was making a splash last year, apparently, in the sumo world for some who? back articles that I'm I sorry, saw. which one? Uh, Tokini, like that Georgian guy, Lavage. Oh, yeah. Lavage. Toki. Toki. Make his name sound short and cute. He's like this fucking... Goddamn monster of a person. Massive bear of a man. Someone, dude, but I mean, like, that's an interesting thing. Like, fucking, in sumo, he's known as, like, a little guy. Yeah. Like, he's straight up yeah, just a little guy. Yeah, the fact that, like, he's a pusher is kind of amazing. The fact that he's a pusher, like, almost exclusively. Dude, fucking Hinamura, bro. <laughs> yeah, right? He Correct. goes for, like, just front charge, 100%. push you out, bro. Just full force, even being a little guy. Because, I mean, you get some of these guys upwards of 200, 250 kilos. And, like, oh, dude, that's what I was going to tell you. The fucking the match today between Takayasu and Gaido was, like, the most impressive thing ever, bro. Because right when that shit started, these guys moved. So, they, I, dude, they charged so fast. If you blinked, you would have completely missed it. Like, my eyes were peeled, luckily. So I saw them fucking make that connection, bro. And it sounded like two trucks just slamming into each other. It was insane, bro. Dude, they're they're having some blood feud right now, you could tell. Because they were going harder than any other match of the day. Man, it's like, that's the crazy thing, though. Like, the sport is so compelling because it literally can turn on a dime. Sometimes you'll have, like, these dudes facing Yokozunas that are, like, low tier. But then out of nowhere, they just, like, somehow sneak a win just to good positioning or, like, better technique. Or just a tricky move, like fucking Takayasu today, bro. He got fucking... He just made Gaido fall with a spin out of his charge. He just did, like, a quick backspin and completely, like, 
just let his momentum push him forward and fall. Because like a little, like quick, uh, I guess for the listener, like a little back on sumo, like if you fall at all, like if your knees, hands, anything like that touch the ground, you automatically lose. Yeah, the only thing allowed to touch is your feet. Yeah, you're only allowed to like touch, have your feet touching, and if you step out of the ring, you lose. Like the actual losing conditions, there's a fuck ton of losing conditions. Oh yeah, and there's a fuck ton of ways to make someone lose because there's like. A lot of dudes use leg sweeps and, like, the most interesting leg sweeps you've ever seen. Inside the thigh, outside the thigh, like, right around the ankle, bro. And it's an amazing amount. Or just, like, throat chops. People getting wrecked in the throat all the time. Just slapped in the throat like a fucking Mack truck. Well, dude, just side side slaps and freaking forward palms, bro. Just up the ass, hitting you like no other. Literally looking like a Honda. Correct. And it's like, oh, that would hurt so bad. The physics of it. You're like, oh, no. I mean, because these guys, uh, first they look fucking just like huge fat blobs until they hit each other. And all of a sudden, like, these giant ass fucking muscles come out of nowhere, bro. And like, you're like, that is some solid definition. What the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, this dude just went from, like, fat bastard to freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger out of nowhere. 100% correct. 110% correct. And dude, this dude. It's fucking interesting, bro. And, like, backstory on sumo altogether. Sumo used to be done at the beginning of a harvest season. And it would be just a way of, like, the strongest men in a village getting together and putting on a show for the deities, the Shinto deities. And that's what it was all meant for. There was no ring or anything. It was just pure combat between the strongest men. And in about the 1500s is when they added a ring and started to make it, like, kind of the sport it is today. Yeah, 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 100%. Oh, 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 like to segue out of this a little bit, but to like segue back to what you guys were talking to back we- about like last week and my love of like uh, Japanese video games. Yeah. Uh, I want to call a shout out to the game that I wanted to see remade, which was Jet Grind Radio. <laughs> like that game was yeah. so Gerard's much like, fun. I, can't, I missed that last cast. I can't. I got, gotta say this. <laughs> Got it. Gotta bring it up. For most kids, it's that so good. It on fucking what was it on? After it's like a dream cast, bro. Well, originally came out for Dreamcast. the Dreamcast, and then it dropped for Xbox. Yeah, that's when it was became it Jet Set Radio. Yeah, yeah. 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 They gotta, like what... put a bunch of games on Xbox. Like they they didn't remaster them. They just well, no, basically a port. Obviously, everybody that's old enough <laughs> knows the Dreamcast was a thing that quickly was not a thing. <laughs> And all the games. But it was so beautiful. It's like color palette was so much better than the PlayStation 2. That was was the tragedy of it. Let's let's be real. The Sega Dreamcast was like the biggest flop of probably the best console of its time, bro. Well, the reason, you know why it flopped, right? You could literally burn discs and it had no security. So you could literally just use burned discs. So like, like, I mean, I was a little kid buying burnt games, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely, for, there were people for games when I was growing up, and I like totally had a couple because I would just be like, "Yoink, 
yep. from my friends that don't. And it, it would have like a fucking printed on. It was when like the laser discs basically made it to where you could print a fake picture on. But or bro, like not nothing a fake picture, will be but better like than a, the PS2. I mean, I don't know. I, I do love the PS2, but Sega Dreamcast like had some games, bro, bro. that like people forget about, man. Like, I got really one did. thing about the PS2, and that's it had Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament on it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll and give you that. Game was Man, fucking Dreamcast fire. Dreamcast had the dumpster fire that was the Evil Dead Hail to the King game. It was like as bad as uh, what you call it, fucking uh, Evil, uh, not Evil Dead, fucking Resident Evil like two, where you had to get the ink reels. So that entire game, you're trying to find ink reels in Evil Dead, and I'm just like, fuck this game. Yeah, fuck it. Always changing. Just like, I'm going to get my ass raped by some demons. Going to get tongue butt fucked. It's going to be awful. Tree rape. Tree rape. Honestly, though, like, with with you saying Jet Grind Radio, like, Jet Set Radio, all that shit, fucking, those games, just like, I don't know how that concept hasn't been, like, at least redone or something. Dude. Like, it's insane. Correct. Like, that's, a, that's kind of a passive game. And it had the, uh, whatchamacallit, the graffiti design. Oh, yeah, graffiti. Had, like, you can literally, yeah. Pass. And you could just design your own tags. It yep. was fucking sick. Dude, just they you know, they could even do a deal with Blizzard and have fucking Lucio in it. Ah, that would be <laughs> sick. Be I would crazy. watch that. As a fucking coming point to go for full circle with both of these topics, all I gotta say is Kingdom Hearts 3 should have Oswald in it. <laughs> Bro, it I should, that, that would be the fucking. Oswald's <laughs> like the, he's like the fucking skinny version of Mickey Mouse. He's like his Oswald was the much. original. He yeah. was the original face of Disney. He was a rabbit yeah. Yeah. that basically oh, looked like Mickey Mouse, and he wore blue shorts. But the whole thing I mentioned that is is because you know Mickey is a fucking key master in Kingdom Hearts. And I wanted to fucking say that because I thought it would be so cool if they had, like, just randomly halfway point through. All of a sudden, you see Oswald as, like, the ancient key master. That'd be interesting. (laughs) It wouldn't be too far-fetched because they had... Do you ever play that game, Kyle, where you literally played as Mickey and Oswald? Yeah, bro, the, the fucking black and white one. Yeah, bro, that game was fucking a masterpiece, dog. Like... Honestly, and I, it wouldn't be too far fetched for them to like at least put him in the game. No, now that I think about it, I think Kingdom Hearts Two had Oswald in it when he went to Mickey Mouse World, the I black and did. white one. I think it did, bro. To be honest, it did. But I just think it would be such a good plan for them, just because like he yeah. basically is like what I mean, like it Mickey seems like obviously going made like... Disney, but I mean like without him, there would be nothing. The mascot time forgot. Pretty much, bro. He basically probably tries to murder Mickey in his sleep and steal Minnie. <laughs> He's the Sephiroth of fucking Mickey. Well, I mean, just to bring that full circle, because, I mean, you got a little bit of Japan in there with, like, Final Fantasy and everything. A little bit of video games with Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and that's Kenichi. been bugging me. I wanted to just get that out there. I like. I'm okay with that. Kenichi, throw throw down something that you love here. Honestly, the spot. Like, 
like I'm gonna throw a little something that I fell in love with a long time ago, like just a sequel of uh, like a couple of movies that fucking caught my heart, bro. And it's Crow Zero, bro, directed by one of my favorite Mother- directors. Get Takashi Mike, bro. Literally, probably, I would say one my favorite director. Come on, bro. You ain't even gonna fucking, you ain't even gonna fucking drop the Takashi beat Mike. (laughs) Well, yeah, Takashi beat Mike. Yeah, it's his nickname. Everybody knows him, bro. Yeah, fucking. I mean, he's made some classics, bro. He's He's amazing, and he's been the star (laughs) of some classics, like Outrage. Outrage, Outrage fucking, 1, 2, and 3 are fucking, fucking masterpieces. But uh, he straight up made a like audition and shit. Fucking Blade of the Immortal, 13 Assassins, homie. Crow Dead Zero. Crow Zero, yeah. And 2. He did 2 as well. And, uh, fucking Kyle, little fucking tidbit, bro. We've always forgot who directed fucking one of our favorites, dog. You want to know who directed yeah. it, homie? Saki- yeah. uh, Sukiyaki, Western <laughs> Django. Was it Takashi? Yeah, bro. It was well, you forgot a little other bro. thing, too. His first fucking appearance, especially in America, MXC. <laughs> MXC. <laughs> he was. He was the host yeah, of MXC. He was, yeah, you're right. You're right. He was. He was on that shit, yeah. He was one of the Dude, two. Honestly, he's done, was, he's done some crazy shit, though. Like, he's fucking had his hands in bro, so much shit, He's bro. probably he's the most famous man player. in Japan, bro. Oh, I mean, dude, and I honestly never saw it. He even got his hands on JoJo. He fucking is adapting that to live actions. That I would never be interesting. It, I mean, he did. But, oh, you know what else? You forgot Battle Royale. Well, yeah. Or he no, he in, didn't. He no, didn't. he was in Battle Royale. Yeah, the beginning he was the of fucking, it. He was the yeah, teacher was the that explained all the rules and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's. I want you to stab your. Yeah, <laughs> that's also a classic too, right there, bro. Honestly, but I mean, like Ichi the Killer, bro. That's like one of my favorites. <laughs> About a fucking sadistic, like fucking. Yakuza well, this has turned into a Takashi talk. Ichi the Killer. I saw that movie shit. when I was like fourteen, and I fucking bought it without yeah, like bro. ever seeing it prior, <laughs> and that movie blew my fucking mind away. Yeah, bro, it's about the hitman, bro. <laughs> and he's literally looking for his boss, and he runs into a fucking, literally a crazy He was the torture artist, bro. And his boss got fucking <laughs> killed. And he, like, didn't know what to do with himself fucking anymore because he had, like, a weird sadomasochist relationship with his boss, like, beating the shit out of him. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up movie, but honestly, it's... If you can get through it, it's honestly really he good. He was just trying to find his boss's killer. And I, oh, yeah, bro, remember when he fucking takes out the safety pins in his mouth and opens his mouth all the way and bites a dude's hand. Yeah. When he's trying to punch him. Ah, he cuts That's, off his tongue. Just... Later, you see him. It's okay. The tongue, the human body regenerates. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, it, like, yeah. that just goes to show, like, the, his type of style. Like, he literally has, like, a well, style. Dude, yeah, that was a lot like, of people, so... like, compare him to, like, Quentin. And Each fucking, of the killer was, like, highly like, stylistic, bro. And shit like that. Like, I mean, also, being based you know. off a of manga, just like Crow Zero. Yeah. Each of the killer was based off a of manga, too. And, yeah, I mean, he he does pretty incredible jobs with that, bro. Nah, he does. I mean, it's because I feel like he takes he does he like adapts shit that he truly cares about. That's how I feel. And honestly, like it shows in his work. 
He brings in some finesse, yeah. bro. Like dead or alive, bro. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen those. They're kind of cheesy, but they're fucking awesome. Like, you mean the one with fucking what's her name, Jamie Presley? Nah, the Asian one. Okay. I'm not talking about I was that. like, whoa, that one, dude, I mean, that one had the best fucking slow motion scene ever known to American cinema. He also made this crazy <laughs> ass movie, bro. A lot of people haven't seen of his, and it's called As the Gods Will, homie. And that movie Ooh. will fuck you up. It's about, it's kind of like Battle Royale almost, but it's like a class fucking goes to school one day, and then all of a sudden there's like this fucking nuts little like. I forget what they call him. It's like a fucking, basically a deity of death. And it's it's like singing this song and it flips backwards. And then every time it turns around, if a student moves, it fucking explodes, dog, into like blood pellets. And it fucking just like laughs and then turns back around and it keeps doing it. And that's first period. Second period's a whole new death game and a whole new death deity. And it's like, literally they have to go throughout the whole day of surviving, bro. And it's fucking insane. Like, Jesus Christ, it, that was really compelling, Kenny. No, it is. All dude, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Takashi, bro, he doesn't fuck around, man. Like, you fucking he, delivered yeah, the yeah, shit yeah. out of that, bro. Holy fuck, bro. Because I love those movies, homie. Like I, I'm the shit that I just, I don't know. That guy fucking is, these motherfuckers really so. need to go out and see Pro Zero, bro. Crow yeah, Zero Crow's had Zero, a bro. fucking character, two characters that inspired both me and Kenny, bro. The yeah. two separate main characters, Serizawa and Genji. And like all of Crow Zero is basically about Genji's dad is a Yakuza boss. And he told his son he has to go to a fucking, uh, what is it, Sarayuki? No, it's called Suzerain. Oh, Suzerain, uh, yeah. yeah they, Suzerain he has to go to Suzerain High School. And basically, basically become king of the school. And that school is yeah. known for being full of delinquents that just constantly have fucking gang warfare basically yeah so they're basically the just like, like motherfucker at that yeah school. yeah and basically yeah that's a whole movie's just like them beating each other's asses and like trying to claim king of the school well, it's that and it's like some like making friends and fucking gaining oh, alliances yeah. and shit because you basically need like an army to go to fucking war for a king spot yeah. But like Serizawa well, yeah, was known as the okay, fucking yeah. person who came closest to ever being king of the school. And like fucking Genji instantly goes in there, fucking covers Game up. Game of locker. Dude, he instantly goes in there and fucking <laughs> covers up the fucking graffiti that says like fucking uh, Serizawa and puts king, his yeah. name over it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And dude, that fool gets fucking heated. And fucking a little twist in it is that fucking. Genji's childhood best friend is a part of Sarazawa's gang. Is like his right hand. Ooh, I know. Yeah. Which also spawns one of the best parts because fuck it, you know the whole brain injury thing, Kenny, with the fucking yeah. two homeboys, super strong, oh, yeah. super glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the second one though? I feel like that's the second one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's when he comes back from the surgery. Yeah. the first one. Yeah, he did surgery. He's yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, scary. okay, but he's still in the hospital on the second one. He's back at the school. Yeah, and he has, like, the head wrap on and shit. Yeah, but, dude. yeah, that's honestly, like, both of them are like, really Basically, the good, whole man. thing is he got the fucking brain tumor or whatever because his signature move is headbutts. Headbutt, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Headbutt! Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, like, a really good movie, man. It has a lot of, like, twists and turns that, like, because it's got, like, the whole Yakuza shit going on for it, and then the mix of the school fucking comedy. I have a genuine 
genuine question. Is a headbutt a cheap move or the thinking man's surprise attack? I don't know. In that guy's case, it was a thinking move because, I mean, he was destroying fools with it, but it gave him a tumor. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it uh, is. Gotta, are- what do you okay. want? You know, what do you want? Headbutts are worth back in the day. But yeah, they even ended up making uh, a third one fucking after like all of them. And I mean, it was a different cast. It, there was like only a few of the same cast members. But I mean, the only thing I got to say is it probably got some of the best choreography in fucking a movie. Like those fight scenes are fucking amazing, bro. Yeah. Oh, I do love it when stuff. like I do love it when uh, action movies have like super solid fight scenes, like that uh, one movie on Netflix that just came out, Animal World. Like that thing is such a joy to watch. Oh yeah, that movie. It is so. Good. Yeah, that movie's crazy. I, I honestly, I didn't even know what to expect because I went into it like knowing nothing, and then fucking, you're watching it and like that train scene, bro, is just fucking will melt your mind bro and then all of a sudden it like the movie just switches i feel like 30 fucking 40 minutes into it and it becomes like a, the Correct. sickest it's fucking like... gambling movie you've ever seen like dude gerard have you Correct. seen it like, goes from deadpool to maverick like yeah. it's so fucking random <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's fucking cool bro then you realize like that guy's pretty much i don't know i don't want to spoil it but it's fucking raw dude like yeah i, I honestly agree with you that movie's Really good. Watch it, man. Like, if you have the chance. Dude, Gerard, have you seen The Night Comes For Us yet? I haven't. Oh, my I'm God, God, If you ever wanted to see some fight scenes that literally make you stand up and yell, holy shit, bro. Because it's just, it's basically like raid action, but even more brutal. Man, raid's pretty rough. That, like, scene where the dude's like, Knives don't give you the pleasure of killing a man with your hands. Yeah. It doesn't count otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> dude, but dude, oh my god, that you just see some of the most brutal fucking killings. I mean, you so much to say you see a little girl stab a motherfucker to death straight through the neck. And I ain't talking about Jesus I ain't talking about she just is like, that like a I mean, this was the most surprising scene out of all of it, which is really crazy to say because it was fucking insanely brutal and just, I don't even know, bro. I I would dare to say it's on par, if not better, than both the raids. Dang. But, uh, dude, there's this this part that just blows your mind because there's this whole fight scene in the garage and shit's getting brutal and finally, like, they get into the car and they start getting shot at. This fool, like, backs in to this motherfucker, and he gets, like, fucking... The dude goes through the back windshield, you know? And the fucking bad guy goes to grab this little girl, and all of a sudden, she's, like, fucking picking up this knife that fell next to her. And she doesn't go for, like, a one-and-done stab. She's, like, fucking rapidly stabbing him, bro. Straight through the neck. Oh, that's rough. Dude, yeah. Super fucking rough. Just like to explain, okay, like okay, that, okay. and there's like one other scene where this motherfucker just annihilates this fool's face with a pool ball and just fucking shoves the pool ball straight in his fucking broken ass mouth. After 
Jesus. Okay, so I'm going to throw this out here. Let's do, like, a quick, like, top three, like, kung fu action movie slash, like, Asian action movie, like, fight scenes. I'll go with mine. I'll get my three out of the way really quick. I want to say Flashpoint. When that dude, oh, when they're running through the market, oh my god, that bro, dude the through suplex. the table, yeah, that the fucking, fucking uh, masterpiece of a move that you're like, you that's not CGI. That, what the fuck did he I just slides into a fucking suplex and breaks that guy's fucking neck, bro. Donnie Yen is insanity. That man breaks physics. It is so fucking ridiculous. Uh, the other one that I want to shout out is fucking the hallway scene in Old Boy. Oh, God. Like that that. One of mine, bro. Yes. That's like a fucking 10-minute scene of straight no cuts, dog. Literally. Not a single Correct. cut was made like, during that scene, bro. Like, it's a fucking... ER of fucking action movies. Like, perfect scene. Oh, yeah. Perfect scene. Not so wonderfully. And then I'm going to have to take the end scene... And the man from nowhere, like another great that... one. God damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing the thunder. Like these are the top three, dude. They're so good. Like when he thinks that li- they're missing that little girl's eyes, and he just wrecks the entire bathhouse full of fucking dick bags. It was so great, dude. Yeah, it yeah. really fucking is, bro. Like, oh I'm just, man, I, I don't like, know what to say. No arguments. <laughs> masterpieces 100% masterpieces well, yeah, dude, flash, Kenny flash, you flash. your top three I don't even know if I could spit a top three like that was one of mine but honestly another one that I have it's kind of like the choreography is a little more fucking trapeze and shit but uh Shinobi bro I that's fucking good watching that movie oh, with Kyle. that's, that's good fucking, bro that movie's crazy dude, bro, I, yeah, yeah, that chance, movie, but... I would say the fucking exact part when that fool gets fucking wrapped around with his fucking uh, with those, those daggers on chains, yeah, yeah and they just yeah, straight through him through the tree. Oh. I mean, a lot of that movie, I, it's hard to say like your favorite part because a lot of that movie just has crazy. It's almost like t- Crouching Tiger, like it just has crazy fucking choreography work with like the way they do the fucking hopping around and shit. Style of cinema. Oh, I do too. That's fantastic style of cinema. Like, yeah, but it was super. I don't know. But yeah, honestly, cool. it was like way clean too. It is, yeah. Like, and it, it's wasn't, like, it didn't yeah. look cheesy at all. Like it, the fucking entire movie was done super clean. And that also is going to bring me to one of mine. I watched it last year. They actually made a second part, and I haven't got to see it yet. But it's called uh, fuck. What is it? Along with the gods, bro. And that movie is fucking insane. Like it's about a guy who like dies, and fucking basically like these three uh, fucking they're what they have like a name paragons or some shit. They're like death gods, basically, that have to basically investigate his life, his whole entire life, and like his even his reincarnations to see if he's like should be reincarnated again. And it like goes throughout like battles and shit. It's fucking nuts, dude. That shit will melt your mind. But the choreography in that is nuts because it's kind of like DBZ. They have like teleportation and shit. Fucking, I don't know. It's Jesus. insane, dude. Yeah, yeah it's bro. Sick. It's kind of like Shinobi, but like done. It, the, the first one came out last year and then they it, they basically filmed them back to back and the second one they cut into a second movie so I don't know I haven't got to see it yet finish but that shit's amazing amazing choreography so that's what I would throw out for my three
Hello. Hello. And but we're yeah. back, Kenny. You were totally correct with like the picks that you made. I I hadn't heard like of the last two, so I'm super intrigued. Super super intrigued. I've like heard like I've seen previews, but I haven't actually like seen it. Seen it. So yeah, I'm dude. like wanting those super bad. Yeah, man. Fucking honestly, when I catch the second one, I'll tell you how it was. Cause uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see that last one pan out. Fucking. It has a dude I love. I fell in love with him from, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Train to Busan, but it's the dad of the little, uh, the dad-to-be, you know, that character? Like the guy whose wife is pregnant? Yeah, no, correct. He's in fucking Bad Guys, the first season of Bad Guys. He is so goddamn good. I love that dude. (laughs) Yeah, bro. He's fucking amazing, dude. He's in it, dude. And fucking, it's, it's, yeah, it's fucking great, bro. Definitely check it out, man. Correct, but like just to get on to that point while we wait for Kyle to rejoin, like his role in uh bad guys was like so refreshing to see because like when you watch him in Train to Busan, he's just like such a lovable character. And then you get to see him play this like aggro, like hitman asshole. Really? And it has like one of those scenes that are like totally reminiscent of uh whatchamacallit of uh old boy where he's in the bathhouse and he kind of does that, like, running scene down the hallway that is so, like, classic of ass-whipping scenes now. Like, even it was even in Daredevil. And, like, yeah. like that shot is so predominant now in action cinema. Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle, we're talking about Homie from Train to Busan, which, if you haven't watched that, I highly, highly recommend. It's probably the greatest zombie movie ever made, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would say it's fucking, it's up there in the ranks of that, if not the best, for sure. Gerard. Yeah. Uh, So, fucking knows, you know I was watching Good, the Bad, the Weird the other day. And I saw that Uh movie when I was, like, for the first time when I was, like, a teenager, way, obviously, way before Train and Busan even came out. And that mother, and Uh fucking, fuck, he was in Bad Guys, too. But, uh. Correct. And, talking about dude, that he's in fucking the good the bad and the weird bro oh shit oh shit yeah he plays like the barbarian fool with the fucking axe that's homies with the fucking bad oh fuck yeah man yeah bro God that's damn. him it fucking dude it fucking blew my mind and do you want to talk about top action scenes bro boom the good the bad and the weird when that guy kills a dude with the fucking with the fucking spear up his ass. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking he just tells all the crazy. kids, close your eyes, and he kicks it in deeper, bro. <laughs> oh, he kills no. the guy. And then all of a sudden, he's fucking fighting that other guy, and that fucking just, like, they both can't really fight type shit, bro. And uh, <laughs> they're fighting and shit with, like, remember he was using, like, that cane, and fucking uh, homeboy was using a fucking... Axe handle, because he accidentally fucking swung the axe too high and took the fucking blade off. And yeah. fucking, he was like, and all of a sudden the kids come out of nowhere and stick another one up his ass, bro. And he's just like, <laughs> close your eyes, kids. They all fucking cover their eyes, bro. Oh, dude, when the army sergeant comes in later, he's like, some shit like I fought in World War One, and I've never seen a man to fire and kill another man in such horrific ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like okay, 
your next one, Kyle. You got two more. Impress oh, me. Wow me. Actually, Crow Zero 2. There's fucking twos all about a fucking fight with another delinquent school. And then the fucking, I don't know, the ending fight scene, like the whole ending fight of the whole movie, Genji runs out of fucking the entire school by himself. And it's just some of the fucking, I don't know, dude, you want to oh, see, yeah. see choreography of a dude fighting <laughs> fucking probably a hundred other dudes that actually looks smooth as shit? This movie's it, bro. Just that <laughs> fucking slide, he goes into it right away and fucking, fucking wrecks the first guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. beautiful scene, man. Like the music pumping up and shit. While it is, and it gets know. even better, bro, when all the homies come up behind him. Yeah, oh yeah, especially because like by that time you've watched fucking the first one, you grow to love those motherfuckers. And the Dude, second fucking... One, Oh my god, bro. Sarah Zawa's epic fucking kick on the staircases with that fucking other, that like karate master fool. Yeah. When he fucking, does, he does like a fucking, I don't even know how would they call it, like a barrel roll basically. And just kicks that motherfucker right in the top of the head, lays him out. <laughs> yeah. God, that shit's fucking epic, bro. That's a good scene, bro. That's a good one. And oh god, dude. Another one, I would probably say from that fucking The Night fucking Comes For Us movie, bro. There's this fight scene where, like, the main character fucking walks into, uh, like, basically, like, a hideout of the bad guys. And that whole fucking scene with the pool ball happens. And, bro, yeah. that's just some of the... That's honestly some of the most brutal, righteous shit. And, oh, fuck, actually, also that in the butcher shop scene in that movie, bro. Because there's a part of it where he gets his hands on a meat hook, dog, and he hooks it, like, right behind someone's jaw, just, like, fucking pierces uh, right behind there. And he's fucking, uh, like, dragging them around, using them as a body shield while he's fucking other people up. Uh, yeah, dude. Hey, oh, dude, like I told you, this movie's brutal, bro. <laughs> There's this part where he's, like, swinging this other guy around above him because everybody's swinging machetes, like, overhead. And they're just, like, tearing this guy to fucking pieces, bro. It's fucked. Sounds yeah, wild. It's rough. Dude, it's starting a- to sound like fucking midnight meat train and shit. Bro, it's fucking... Right? I'm telling you, <laughs> it's fucking brutal, dog. Like, it's a... Speaking I mean, of brutal... The fool fucking... I... Gets a razor blade shoved through his mouth. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, bro. There's like this part, bro, where this one dude has like they were both fighting, and then he went to fucking shove a fucking he went to stab him with like a fucking razor, like a box cutter, and like the dude caught it with his mouth and like bit down on the handle, but the blade was sticking out his cheek. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you want to know how I got fucked. stars? Sounds like a real bloody like, movie. Oh, dude. It's yeah, fucking, right? It's bloody as shit, bro. I mean, there's gunplay in it. There's knife play. Fucking everything. Baseball bats, machetes. Fucking pretty much anything oh, you could imagine. I mean, you got a fight scene with like fucking 50 people against fucking three dudes in an apartment and shit. You got the classic, the main character at one point goes into that fucking fight in the hideout and he fucking does the classic uh, 
Gerard will know this one. Tape fucking duct taping pieces of phone book to yourself. Oh, yeah, both of armor. This is an armor. Terry Crews, yes. Friday Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Crews, the ultimate anime character. Get deep for real. <laughs> Dude, oh, I don't even know, bro. There's so many going through my head. I just can't even like focus on anymore. Yeah, well, you just did three, so you got that. Like, we'd said a quick three. But to transition out of our micro list, oh, yeah, right. Uh, To transition out of our micro list, speaking of Brutal, I actually wanted to talk about a uh, band that I just started listening to uh, called Doll's Box. Uh, It's spelled D-O-L-L, dollar sign, B-O-X-X. Dollar sign. Yeah, dollar sign. That being said, like, uh, I actively try to, like, find metal bands that I could, like, subtly feed to my uh, oldest niece. Because I'm like, no, no, this is, like, a type of, like, vocal talent that's not, like, your typical, like, musical singer. They have range, but they do it, like, in a such, like, more brutal and, like, disciplined way. So uh, I came across this band just kind of, like, going through the internet. And they're getting a lot more heat over in Japan, and they're starting to get uh, noticed on the world stage. But the cool thing about it is, instead of being like your typical idol band, kind of like how baby metal is, how it has like three female singers, but they're not inherently play their instrument uh, play instruments in the band. This band is actually like all female lineup, and uh, their drummer is actually a doctor, like doctor doctor, and a. Uh, and does the like metal vocals, and they're le- they have a lead singer as well that does like the smoother, more melodic vocals, and they are super super solid. Uh, give me a second, and I'll send it over to you dudes, so you can give a peeky boo. Sounds wild. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's like like it was super easy to like get my niece into it, and that was a good thing. It wasn't like like alienating like somebody who's not typically into metal. Yeah. It was good enough for me to enjoy it and good enough for her to enjoy it. And they do it in such a way that is like super like on point and they play their instruments well, which is something that you're always like worried about when you're hearing yeah. like foreign band take up like the mantle of metal is if they're going to like do the genre justice. So oh, they're yeah, like Japanese metal runaways. Kind of, yeah. That's cool. Like, like but my only other question is, you said their drummer is a doctor. Yeah. But is it Dr. Roscoe? <coughs> Dr. Rocco? Roxo? And is she on... Boom. No, she is not on the cocaine. At least I don't think so. Uh, you, you gotta. Everybody That's is. Cool enough. Everybody. Reminds me of my favorite Japanese metal band, which also has a female drummer, Maximum the Hormone. Actually, it does. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, bro. And she also does She's a little a bit beast. of singing. And her and Ryu is her fucking brother and sister. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Female Japanese metal vocals are the superior metal vocals. Like, oh, bro. they're Dude. so good. Maximum yeah. the Hormone is like a genre-breaking fucking band. Because they yeah, definitely nah. do like... They really were. 
I listened to him a little bit because of the fucking Death Note song. Yeah. Yeah. That's where most people know him from. It's mainlining, like, fucking metal, but at the same time, they put a lot of, like, J-pop fucking segues into it, like Coin Omega Lover and shit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Coin Omega Lover. yeah. And then you got fucking, like, uh, oh, my God, what's that fucking Fume Fume Fume, which Uh, is just, like, a fucking... Deathcore songs, bro. Susu Lemonimini. Yeah, dude, that shit's so nah. But no, honestly, yeah, like that's what I like about them is they're so dynamic, man, because they technically have three singers, you know, like they've got this fool yeah. who fucking screams. You've got the other guy who pretty much just like fucking. Were you? Yeah, you got Ryu who's, who fucking basically. He does more like a fucking old school, like a Metallica type. Almost. Well, yeah, because his favorite band is Pantera, singing. which is nuts. Yeah, like, that's like Pantera his inspiration. Fucking, well, I mean, like, they get inspiration from them and like Red Hot Chili Peppers and shit, too. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, dude, their basis like, is yeah. like, their, their basis is on fucking par with like Flea at the base. Oh, yeah. and you have to remember very long time and got a lot of censored american music like they just barely got like metal i want to say like in the early 2000s which is insane to think about like that their music was so heavily censored and they're like don't be angry don't have the angst yeah don't be metal well yeah pretty much started in 2000 so i mean it makes sense bro because that's literally when they fucking formed bro and their first like i remember when i first saw them was like around 2004 or some shit like it was a great find finding maximum the hormone fucking definitely showed me one of my favorite bands ever man uh i will always be thankful to anthony bourdain for showing me uh merging moon like their, that album that they did, uh, their very first album. It might have been their second, actually. It might have been their sophomore album. Uh, had, they had a female vocalist at the time, and she had like the most spot on like grindcore vocals, like of anybody. And she hit those no deep notes and roars so well. And then went into this like J-pop, like high Japanese like singing voice. It was mind blowing to watch, and uh, they they did it so well. The name of their album was uh, Kamakakushi, which uh, for those of you who are familiar with the term, means spirited away. <coughs> That's what's up. What? That's a favorite Ghibli movie. Spirited away. Probably. <laughs> did Miyazaki draw the draw her, bro? Uh, probably. <coughs> Like the reason she Was left the band is because she got all baby. I would love to have been in that delivery room, just the doctor being like, "Okay, push," <laughs> just like and growls, and the earth shaking while her spawn split from thine wound. Fucking <laughs> sounds wow. Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're Metal. scaring us. <laughs> metal but I will say that like a lot of the like Japanese metal and some other different genres I wouldn't know if it were not for like anime intros if I'm being completely honest because I'll be like man oh, this yeah, fucking dude, bang uh, 
if it bangs, it's typically going to be like some really interesting stuff to go through. Like another one that I uh, banned that I found through anime intros was Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And they kind of like have that everything that Attack Attack should have been like done better because of Japanese. Man, like so much better. (laughs) Like the Japanese will take your idea and make it like a hundred times better. Hence why their KFC crushes American KFC. Bro, the pillows, the greatest Dude, the pillows, man. To man. Yeah. The, yes. Right so on good. shooting star, so bro. Good. Right on And fucking star. once again, finally from an anime, FLCL, bro. Dude, that's it. Man, you guys ever listen to Poly 6? To what? Poly 6? It's like Japanese punk rock it's super fucking no. it's not that sounds about. amazing give me a second and i'll sounds link like it to you boys surfers. sounds dope <laughs> sounds amazing it's very like electronic it's very crazy uh policy they toured I mean, america fuck. a few they went to the fucking modified in downtown phoenix like three or four times because they had such a following in Phoenix, which was weird to think about. That's crazy. That is pretty sick. Yeah. It's always nice when that happens. Man, I wish I knew the fucking surfing go go stuck on that fucking movie. But I wish I knew the intro song to Crows, bro. I want to know what the fuck that song is called. Oh yeah, I need to know, bro. Get your Shazam ready. Get your sh- <laughs> The Shazam's just like, dude, does not compute. <laughs> no, just that like, song's epic, oh, bro. That song's so good. You must go on a quest. <laughs> bro, we can find it for you easy, I bet. Oh, I'll find it. I just didn't look at it, but not, like, now that we were talking about the movie and shit, I want to I hear it. I remember, dude, that guy's <laughs> pompadour was epic as fuck. I just remember the stage, like, and him, like, fucking chanting some shit and the crowd going nuts. Uh, Rocking rage! Uh, Speaking of fucking raging, it's going to transition into my, like, honorable mention slash no particular reason except that I love it TV show from Korea, Bong Soon Strong Girl. That show... Is fucking amazing. Like, I was not expecting the levels and dynamic of, like, random, like, story mythos and, like, action and then, like, a whole, like, subplot about serial killers and shit while she's being the bodyguard to some tech developer that's half in love with her. Like, they have, like, nine stories going on and it's so compelling. (laughs) That's wild. Oh, dude, that does sound amazing. I was going to say, t- fucking uh, talking about Japanese music and Japanese movies earlier, there's a mixture of the two in a movie called Fish Story. Ew. And then Sell me it's, all about how, it's all about how a punk rock song fucking basically saves the world from an asteroid. I mean, like, that's how I stop asteroids. Dude, and, oh, dude, 
I haven't seen that. The thing is, I can mainly just recommend the movie because I don't really want to tell you anything about it because I want you to see how it happens without anything being given away. No, I get that. Like some movies are just like that, where like you're like, I want to say words. But if I say any words, it will ruin every aspect of the movie. Dude, for real, though, because like the whole aspect of the movie is the whole time you're wondering, like, how the fuck does this song save the world from <laughs> this goddamn asteroid coming down? And just like I don't know, the way the way it does it is just fucking mind boggling, and just I don't know, it blows your dick off, bro. That's all <laughs> I got to say. That reminds me Straight. of that one shit. I want to check it out on Amazon. Called uh, Vampire Hotel. Fucking. I haven't seen that. It's uh, the guy who made Tag and. uh, Oh, snap. Fuck. (laughs) Sold. 100% sold. Fuck, he made Tag and fuck. What was the other one called? That's like a prequel to Tag. Tag. Something Tribe. Tokyo Tribe. Tokyo Tribe. Bro, Tokyo Tribe. Yeah, bro, that shit's crazy. Bro, have you guys ever seen Tokyo Tribe? Yeah. Nope. Bro, that shit is fire. But yeah, that that, that shit's crazy because he like uses all the same characters in like all his movies. Tokyo Tribe's fucking mix. Tokyo Tribe's probably like one of the most ridiculous. Well, Tokyo Tribe's a fucking whatchamacallit. It's based off of anime. Yeah, but the guy who made that shit, like, I don't know, he makes all of them, and he, like, uses the same, it's, he uses the same characters. Like, if you go back and watch Tag, and then watch that vampire shit, like, it has, like, half the people in it. It's fucking nuts. I kind of love that. I love that. Like, is it same characters or same actors? It's, like, same characters, bro, and I guess, like, it's, like, some other shit, like, vampire, I don't know, it's supposed to be, like, a vampire school that, like... It sounds kind of like fucking crows, bro. Honestly, but it's like yeah, I don't I think the first one wasn't shit. Tokyo Tribe. I think Tokyo Tribe's like all about rap and shit. Yeah, but tag is on Well, Tokyo Tribe's like an alternative, like Tokyo that everybody's. Ba- it's basically fucking like L.A. in the nineties. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did we let them do this to Japan? Dude, literally, like, it's hard to... Some of it's hard to watch, because, like, the very first scene you see is a cop, like, rape a chick, bro. Ugh. Yeah. Goddamn in there raping chick scenes. When you close your eyes and you're like... You're like, well, just give me murder, bro, please. Jeez, I don't want to see this. Speaking of uncomfortable rape murder. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. The movie fucking the I Saw the Devil. The, no, no, Kyle. Bad to Kyle. <laughs> the movie I Saw the Devil. That film will fucking make you uncomfortable and root for this guy nonstop. It is so fucking good. What, like, like hard so candy? Good. Like, Better than hard candy. So the premise is this guy who's a cop. This guy is a cop. He's like has to stay late at uh, work one night when his wife gets stuck in a snowdrift. And so he kind of like has to go find her. And this dude comes like out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, I can totally help you. 
And she's like, no thanks. Later, no. And like, there in the snow drift, and this guy just like comes out of nowhere and kidnaps her and like super rape tortures her. Whoa, then, like, no, no. Yeah, and then the movie is the cop dude going and getting revenge on the motherfucker. Like, Thank you. Super revenge. It's like not him just beating his ass once. He like lets this guy almost get to like raping this girl, and then he just shows up and fucking monkey stomps him, and then patches him up, lets him go, and forces him to swallow like a GPS tracker with a microphone. And then, like, yeah, proceeds to follow him through his life for the next, like, week or so, just showing up, stopping him from murdering or hurting people, and then, like, monkey-sopping the fuck out of him. You'd think that fool would just have killed himself by then. Jesus. (laughs) Man, it's so good. Like, the actual conclusion to the movie is next level. Like, that's not even the craziest shit that happens in that film. It's like the most fucked up version of the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Pretty much, like, severely. (laughs) Like, if you want a movie that'll, like, make you feel, like, super uncomfortable and, like, super, like, scared at points. Not super scared, but rather, like, super on edge about, like, certain things. It is so worth it. The acting in it is top-notch. It's actually... The guy who plays the serial killer that's getting fucked with is the guy who was the dad in Old Boy. That oh, fucking shit. guy. That's dope. So it's like top tier Yeah, it's top tier acting. Super top tier acting. Dude, the best part of it would be every time he came to fucking mon- monkey stop that dude. Fucking the song, How Many People Want to Kick Some Ass? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he fucking sings. Uh, he the dude who's the whatchamacallit sings like a Johnny Cash song who's the serial killer so it was like holy shit I never knew I needed to see fucking old boy dude sing Johnny Cash but my life is yeah. I hurt myself today fucking that dude comes to stomp him into the ground <laughs> it's nine inch nails just uh, keeps stomping yeah he just covered the Everyone he yells, Johnny Cash did it better. Get stomped more. There, there are so many, like, awesome, like, Korean horror flicks that people are just missing out on. Like, how can we not mention the goat, the Korean goat that brought it to, like, the mainstream, uh, the host. The wow. host was... The like, host? Ab- Dude, I love that fucking movie, bro. With it's the fucking Korean creature, jaws. homie. Like, yeah, it's Korean Jaws. Like, the way they shoot it, the way they deliver it, the way that when you see the monster, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, Gerard, so I'm trying good. to fix your mic real quick. It's like acting robotic-y. Is this better? Yeah, that's way it is a lot better. Way better. But yeah, the host okay. is honestly, for me, fucking classic. Like, I it like, is. Honestly, I don't, yeah, they fucking, I forget the first time I saw that movie, but I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man. And then when you finally find out, you're like, holy shit. Like, you know, you don't see it coming. The family mourning scene scene over the little girl's death is so fucking powerful. Oh, yeah. When it it takes the little girl and you're like, they think it's dead. Or, yeah, whatever. I don't want to spoil it. My bad. (laughs) But, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. 
It's been 10 years. Get over spoilers. If it's been yeah. more than three years, spoilers don't count anymore, in my opinion. Well, they used to, like, fucking play that movie, too, on, I forget what, was it IFC or some shit would, like, play that, like, religiously, dude. Fucking all the time. So I feel like people have seen it. Like, they had to have. That's a fucking good one, man. First time. That, the fun thing about that is the actor who plays the dad in that one uh, is also in uh, the director who directed Old Boys uh, other part of the trilogy because Old Boy is part of a trilogy that's a revenge trilogy called No Sympathy with Mr. Vengeance for Mr. Vengeance, which is a really, really good revenge story. Like all of them are revenge stories in that particular yeah. trilogy. Uh, like Lady Vengeance is the uh, final chapter in the trilogy. But uh, he was severely good in that. But then he also, after The Host, went on to do a movie called Thirst, which is, I, in my opinion, like one of the greatest vampire movies ever made. It's about like a priest who uh, goes to like a uh, leper colony to volunteer to be infected with leprosy to basically go through like a form of penance and suffering to make him like more pious. And so they're sitting there giving him leprosy and he's infected and they're trying a bunch of different treatments. And they, uh, he starts bleeding out because leprosy like causes him to have like a mass hemorrhage and they give him like some transfusion blood. And all of a sudden he just starts getting better, like out of nowhere, just like getting immensely better rapidly. And it's like viewed as a miracle. So he's viewed as like a miracle and a saint is like nominated for sainthood but it turns out like the blood was tainted was like vampire blood so he's becoming a vampire and it's all about this like priest fighting his vampire urges and turning into a vampire and like this crazy bitch trying to like trap him into turning her into a vampire so she can become like this fucking vampire lord type thing it is such a cool movie like how the entire thing is like set up how they show the vampire powers developing. It's so fucking dope. Dude, hell yeah, that's a, the interesting as fuck. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen like, that one. It's called Thirst. And when they when he's like getting his vampire powers, it shows him getting the super crazy vampire hearing, you know, like how in some books they'll describe it almost as like a sonar, like as a sense that like you can see in the room. Yeah. Because the hearing is so like sharp and clear, it shows him like seeing like a bunch of shit throughout this monastery that he's living in, like people cooking in the kitchen, a roach underneath running underneath somebody's bed, one of the pr- priests fucking jerking it. Like it shows through the entire <laughs> monastery. That was Gerard's favorite part. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like, oh god, is he gonna finish? Oh, that's rude. I was going to say, if that's complete, that's actually why Gerard forgot G, what GHB was. Correct. Kyle's really leaning on these GHB jokes right now. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. I think he got GHB at Adams. I did. Woke up like three hours later. He's not telling us the truth. He only thinks he got laid. <laughs> yeah, he, he really did, but it wasn't oh, yeah. by his wife. <laughs> but really, I came and laid you guys. Oh, Kyle, the alpha, forever alpha. GHB yeah. does a little more to you than gives you double erections. <laughs> so big, it reached Missouri and Oregon. 
<laughs> That's wild. Breaking A. So do you guys, I totally hogged the last, like, two subjects. Have anything that you, like, are super passionate about right now that's coming out of the uh, Asian states, Asian countries? Dude, I, I mean, not really more than the norm. I mean, it's the majority of movies and media I consume. So, yeah. Oh, fuck, Kyle. Talk about that fucking anime. We have been, like, getting, uh, like, around. Radiant? I think so. It's the, like, fiery one or whatever that's getting uh, made. Oh, oh, Fire Force. His <laughs> game. We talked about it a little bit last week. I think we talked about it last cast, didn't we? No. No, man. <laughs> no you didn't. Holy shit. I thought we fucking gave a little peek into the world of how Dr. Stone and Fire Force are both getting fucking animes next year. And me and Kenny's both me and Kenny's favorite mangas right now are getting animes next year. And the fucking the people doing Fire Force, they're doing uh it's actually the same production company that does JoJo. And they did Cells at Work too. So you know it's gonna be crisp. Dude, you know that anime is gonna be like the animation on it is gonna be crisp as fuck. Man, as yeah, long as they don't nice. do that like shitty 3D rendered CGI looking shit, I'll be happy. And th- thank you, Gerard, for saying that. Because I was telling fucking Kenny how before this cast even started that I'm pissed as fuck. Because they basically made a new Fist of the North Star called like uh, Fist of the Blue Sky or whatever. And it's all done in that shitty berserk fucking CG. Uh, and it's terrible, bro. It's like unwatchable because of the animation. But I want to watch it so bad because I've always loved Fist of the North Star, bro. Man, I was able to get through the first season of Knights of Sidonia and Ajin, but like I just can't get through the seconds of either of them. And it's mainly because like the animation style, what I was willing to tolerate, I just couldn't like tolerate anymore. It's just like I waited so long for a fucking more berserk to come out. And it comes out and it's in this fucking terrible CG bro that's just unwatchable. It's like, well, how can we take something that was animated super well in the nineties and animate it super bad in the fucking later two thousands? Let's put as minimal effort as we could into this. It's honestly bullshit, bro. I, I don't think they're going to do that with Fire Force, dude. I mean, Fire Force was made by the creator that made Soul Eater. And fucking... Nah, get, it's going to be like Shonen-y. It's going to look like a Shonen It's show. fucking better than Soul Eater. And it's like Shonen, but it's really not. It's a lot darker than the Shonen is. No, I'm just saying it's going to look like that. It's going to have that aesthetic, I feel. It's, you know. It kind of has the aesthetic of Soul Eater. It's actually, like, set in something called Solar Punk. Okay, and, like, what is that one about? I know nothing about it. Oh, bro, basically, it's about fuck you, Gerard. No, I'm just kidding. Basically. <laughs> you have my interest. Oh, no, basically, it's about... So, it's a world where 
a fucking great fire broke out and people started spontaneously combusting and becoming things called infernals. And infernals are basically like demons almost. And when that started happening, the fire, like uh, the fire department, the military and the church all kind of became one into something called the fire force. But the whole problem was is there's like a bunch of corruption in the fire force. So they created a fucking special sector called, uh, whatchamacallit, Firehouse 8. And basically, like, they're a special team that's just supposed to fucking investigate, like, corruption within the fire force itself. And what's sparking these infernals. Because they learn, I mean, they learn pretty quick that someone's actually making them. Infernal sign! Yeah, but, like, basically their powers also derive from this, too. Because slowly children were born with, like, generational powers. Like, they would spontaneously combust but not die or become an infernal. They would just basically gain something called second or third generation powers. And second generation... Second generation powers (laughs) are the control of fire. And third generation powers are you can generate fire from your body. Your Uncle Iroh. You would think, bro, but like the way everybody generates their fire is different. Like using different like thermodynamics and shit. Like there's a second generation user that uses his fire to actually freeze people. He like uses a (laughs) (laughs) he uses a mechanism that like changes the thermal dynamics from the superheat. And basically, like, creates a low-pressure zone to turn it into freezing temperatures. We absorbed all the oxygen, so now you're an ice cube, because fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, dude, basically, bro. Basic fuckingly, and, like, there's a second-generation guy that, like, basically controls his firearms through controlling how fucking large of a blast his gunpowder makes. So he could either make it super dull and make a fucking round hit you like it was a BB, or he could make it hit you at like super high fucking speeds. Mm. And he could also use it to like change direction and shit of the bullet. And I don't know, I would just say really watch out for it. It's fucking amazing, bro. It's like everything you would ever want. Because, like Kenny said, it is like shonen-y, but also it takes like turns shonens don't take. We will have to see because, you know, there's always that anime issue of where they're like, we're going to do this. They go full Game yeah. of Thrones. Oh, fucking, <laughs> fuck you, manga. <laughs> fuck you, manga. Yeah, they pull a fucking. Yeah, but that's when they get fucking brotherhooded and they're like, ah, we fucked up. <laughs> Our bad. Uh, my bad, guys. We're just going to recreate this whole other thing that's exactly blue like the Exorcist. manga that you like. Yeah, Blue Exorcist did too. There's so many of them, honestly. Dude, Blue Exorcist was a hard-needed, bro. Yeah, it was. I mean, I did. I like the first series, but like after you see the second, you're like, whoa. What? You're like, wow, this what? is what it should have been. I really should have yeah. read the manga instead. <laughs> And, dude, it's just like, oh, dude, manga is so great, bro. Because, basically, you could, like, take your love for anime and deepen it. 
like fucking a long time ago i fell in love with shaman king bro and like throughout the years of reading manga you figure out shaman king had a sequel called flowers and like that's just shit you would never learn if you just like watched the anime and left it at that you know i get it it's like deepening your love for a particular subject well, or because kids would say kyle is a weeboo but <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean like for real though because like you could say i don't know about like 90 percent of all anime is fucking an adaptation from a manga correct 100 percent correct like there's very few actual like original i think trigger is one of the only studios that pretty much makes like original anime uh, yuri on ice people calling that out that is an original anime. We don't we don't talk about that. We do. <laughs> we people do. like it. it There's is people bad. out there. Gerard is like, so guys, free. Endless summer. <laughs> Prince of Tennis. Man, like, I watch so much different anime now because, like, I try to, like, find stuff that my niece can relate to that's, like, appropriate for her. Because Fruit I want baskets. No, I'm just going to. Yaku, fucking, what else was there? Cheer Boys. Tenji Devil's a part timer. Bro, show me Inuasha, bro. Dude, Devil is a part timer, bro. No, I mean, like, for real, show her Inuasha, bro. I'm not going to show her Dragon Ball Z for girls. Bro, I was going to say, it's it's literally Shoujo. Uh, bro, that was a good bedtime anime. That's a great bedtime anime, homie. I loved Inuasha as a kid. It was a fucking, I don't know, it was a fucking amazing. Like, PK Fire! Bro, Ghost in the Shell, bro. Ghost in the Shell. It's a good one. (laughs) That's just undeniable. Like, what do you want me to say to that? Yeah, bro. I showed my youngest niece uh, fucking card captor Sakura. Did you actually, you know what you should show her? Read or die. Man, like I can only find that by buying a used DVD on Amazon. No, not just the OVA. I mean, the actual anime. It's on fucking Hulu. Has been for the longest time. Yeah. Because after the OVA, they made an anime about it. That's not even about, uh, what's her name? Leslie. Oh, fuck. What is it? Her last name's Reedman. But it's not even fucking. It's not even about her. Well, it's inadvertently about her because it's about three other female paper masters that are trying to find her. Got it. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like that's a that it's got like three very strong female leads, bro, and it's fucking highly like action packed and a great world. I will definitely check that out. Uh, I mean, if you ever get a chance to watch the OVA, do it, because it's fucking amazing. I'm showing uh, her YouTube <coughs> show right now, and she's kind of all about that. It's but really... You should show her in you, Asha, bro. No. <laughs> I Just hate do it. Fine, no. then go full tilt and show her Rodima one and a half. No. <laughs> no Rodima. All right, go full double tilt and show... Cut <laughs> I said both things made by the same creator, too. It's a very Shoujo. Do it, David. All right. Go on the Shoujo. Go complete opposite and show her Tenchi Muyo. 
<laughs> that would be that would be good. That would be the original Lego BA series, bro. Like the twenty six episodes. Desert Punk. Desert Punk. <laughs> Do not show her Desert Punk ever. Desert Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the cool uncle. I showed her Desert yeah. Punk. All right. If you want to be the cool uncle, show her High School of the Dead. No. Ooh. If you want to be the fucking weird pervy uncle, then show her that. Yeah. Correct. Bro, Desert Punk is just as bad, homie. There's a whole episode. Yeah, of but it's hidden. Him. It's hidden way better. It's hidden, it's like... he, really, it's hidden. There's a whole episode of him crawling in air vents in his fucking boxers, trying to get the chick to fucking get naked so he could whack off to it. I mean, you're right. It was but... an entire episode where he kept a chick captive to whack off to her. Remember, he even like drew the bubble bath, and there was like wine and shit, and there was like the whole thing down there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's oh, watching. You gotta the show her GTO. He's bro. all watching from the monitors, and he looks like freaking cornholio, bro. Like, <laughs> I need to show her uh, what you call it, fucking trigun. You should show her fully yeah, coolly. Because the Cowboy fucking, Bebop. I know the two recent, I haven't been able to watch them because they're only on Adult Swim and I don't got cable no more. But uh, the two recent Fully Cooly series, I know, well, I know the most recent one is three female protagonists. Yeah, and it has like nothing to do with like, they have nothing to do with the original series. With which Takun. Yeah. FLCL Progressive and FLCL, I forget what the other one's called. Which kind of, I, it doesn't, I was going to say it kind of hurts me, but it doesn't hurt me because the original FLCL ended in like this fucking weird, perfect, romantic way, bro. And I just want to be Atmos the Pirate King. That's all I want out of life. I'm Dude. just going to get that fucking symbol tattooed on my forehead in black like tattoo. Just that part. Dude, I don't know why the part at the fucking, in the last episode. Where he just comes down and becomes himself all of a sudden and tells fucking, uh, what's her name? Well, why can't I remember her name anymore right now? Whatever. It starts with an H. Pink, pink hair chick. Fuck it. <laughs> the yellow scooter bitch. Vespa uh, woman. <laughs> Vespa. Yes, exactly. Vespa woman. When he comes Smoke. down and tells her he loves her, bro, and gives, like, kisses her. That shit always kills me. Because, dude, there was, like, a weird, like, triangle between, like, him, her, and fucking his brother's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. The fuck, that whole thing was delivered so well, and it was interesting to find out that, like, he made that, the creator made that while he was, like, in an insane asylum, like, getting help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, if you ever read the manga, it, may, it would make a lot of sense to you because it's way crazier than the fucking anime is. <laughs> oh, no it doubt. is way more all over the place, huh? Oh, no doubt. Like, and that's like what makes it such a unique piece of art. You can't replicate that. You can't make a sequel to like your fucking mental breakdown. Oh no, and that, dude, I would almost fight to say the anime is actually better than the manga. Because it was just, like, just the fucking pure insanity leading up to, like, such a beautiful moment in the fucking last episode. And, like, all the way to the part where they're traveling around Japan. And, like, the scenery of, like, them sleeping in the rain and on a fucking bus stop and shit. 
there are certain scenes in anime that just give you the fucking goosebumps, man. Like, that scene is kind of like that. But, like, my favorite scene, probably in the whole of any anime to this day that I have seen, that just is, like, the most visually stunning fucking thing I've ever seen is when Spike is in the cathedral in uh, Ballad of Fallen Angels in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. He jumps out after throwing the grenades, and it starts doing that fucking serene choral choir music as he's slow motion falling. Every time I get fucking goosebumps. Anime back then just had fucking intense scenery. Style to fuck. It did, bro. Like, even like Gungrave when they would do the fucking flashbacks of the past. Ooh. Like, there was so much scenery in that fucking show that was just like intense, bro. Gungrave's amazing. It is. Gungrave's one of the best. Or like fucking Better Man, bro. Better Man had like some of like the fucking low key creepiest animation I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was just so dark and like. When you were actually, because I don't know, have you ever seen Better Man, but it's basically like about a military faction that weirdly this fucking like teenage kid's a part of because things happen. But they like go around like killing these fucking like parasite things basically. But they're fucking like morbid and creepy as fuck. And it usually has to do with like underground or like dead cities and shit. And it's just always just, like, so morbid-looking, bro. I don't know. Even the beginning and end song of that fucking anime are haunting. Man, that's the thing about, like, anything that is produced in Japan. They have such a wonderful way of doing aesthetic whenever they're shooting a particular thing. Like, this isn't an anime, but it's a series that I think everybody should watch if you want to see, like, a very good, like aesthetically peasing piece that is hilarious as shit and it's on Netflix which is uh, Kantaro Salaryman of Sweets oh, and yes. if you ever wanted to like learn everything you possibly could about Japanese desserts and see it done and delivered in a way that is both humorously entertaining and visually stunning like visually striking <coughs> that is the show to watch it is absolutely super nuts to watch because he'll turn into, like, the foods that he's eating. He'd be like, I'm melon! And it's, like, the most ridiculous shit. Or he'll have do the food orgasm face, the traditional Japanese. Ugh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, the- like, yes, chocolate swordfish blown apart by food orgasm face. Dude, it was the same thing with the old guy now. What is that show me and you were watching? Oh, uh, Samurai Gourmet. Yeah, Samurai Gourmet. Oh, okay. okay, you want to know a fun fact about that dude who plays what? the old man? He fucking is, like, been in a, a Japanese cinema forever. But one time, he actually, like, four or five times, he sponsored chefs to go on Iron Chef to challenge the Iron Chefs. The original oh, no way. Chef. Correct, there are episodes where he's in it. So and that makes it even better. Chef. Like, he actually is interested in food. A- yeah, no, correct. He is a huge Japanese foodie and supports Japanese cuisine, like traditional Japanese cuisine, a lot. Okay, it makes that show make a lot more full. I mean, it makes sense why they made that show now. That show's beautiful, though. That show is literally like a love letter to his culture. It's like very Japanese problems, and I love it. Yes. Because it's like such subtle cultural things. About drinking in the middle of the day. I'm tired. 
can I have a beer at noon? Is that acceptable? I'm like, I'm from Arizona. We'll have a beer at six in the morning. Dude, for real. <laughs> we just fucking finished drinking at 5 a.m. It's 7 a.m. We need another one. Correct. You better wait an hour before the bars open again, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, for real, though, just uh, everything. And just that, and, like, the matter of, like, politeness and shit, too. And correct. It's super cool to, like, just see the samurai. The samurai being, like, his, like, id. Yeah. Or, like, his fucking. Things and it's like, oh shit, he actually said that, but it was like his alternate ego of the samurai saying it. Like, it's so done so well and, and basically shot just help him. He was basically just there to help him, like, voice what he really wanted to voice or do what he really wanted to do. Almost no, like his inner self. His in that one episode when he takes her to dinner, and basically the samurai is like, listen here, you little shit. Yeah. You're just a little shit, you little shit. Something yeah. fucking shit. <laughs> just like damn. He's like, bitch, you could be a singer, but don't be a fucking bitch. Don't be a bassist. <laughs> but don't be an artist. <laughs> and that's the like that show has a lot of charm. Like, there are several shows that you should be watching. The blazing transfer students. Blazing transfer students. Oh my god. So fucking good. amazing, bro. So good at being so bad. It's so funny. The Metro Punch, the most powerful move ever. Works <laughs> yes. on anybody. It did, dude. Never once. Not once. My fucking favorite. Um, Metro Punch didn't work on these people because they were from feudal times and didn't believe in trains. <laughs> yes. Like, what the fuck? Yes. Oh, bro, that fucking show was, I don't even know. If you want to see, like, some pure Japanese comedy. I mean, actually, I could talk about another fucking real Japanese thing I'm into, and that's Terrace House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is Japanese real world, bro. Yeah, I know it is. That's why I haven't watched it. I don't know if I can handle that. Bro. Real world, you watch to see the interaction of a bunch of retarded people get drunk, have sex, and yell at each other. The Japanese one is fucking 100% opposite, bro. (laughs) It's like the most not sex? (laughs) It's like the most, like, polite and like oh we have a problem i'm gonna go talk to them about this problem right now before it snowballs like grown ass people it's watching grown it's like ass fucking people. them like supporting it like fucking at one time like one dude realized he was like not following his dream good enough and spending too much time like drinking and smoking so he literally left the house because he felt like he wasn't productive enough Japan. Fucking Japan. Yes. yes. And he went to go focus and be more productive. So he left. And like, that's the most, I don't even know. Like, can you say anything more? As an American, you just don't see it coming. No, bro, to watch these people like, just talk to each other like, so politely. It's like, almost awkward, bro. <laughs> You're like, this like, is so fake. Like, you know, they just must have so many opinions, but they just do not voice those opinions. Exactly. 
Oh, my God. Kenbo, do you want to get anything in here before we start wrapping up? Because we have totally talked this subject. Like, um... Nah, man, I'm fucking passing out, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, I guess uh, we'll do the outro. Uh, thank you for listening to Chocolate Swordfish, the only podcast that is nothing but otakus and weeboos and whatever the Korean equivalents are. Uh, and... They're called karibus. <laughs> karibus? Wait a minute. <laughs> Heart of the card, karibu. Heart oh, God. No. no. Uh, but until next time, love, peace, chicken grease. And we'll catch you later. And remember, if you send us a picture of your titties, we'll send you a can of Japan. A can of (laughs) one whole Japan in a can. Dude, I mean, it's a pretty tiny island. I think we can fit it in a can. Correct, but it's actually called Japan. (laughs) Japan. (laughs) Well, well, fuck. End this shit. (laughs) Fuck you, Gerard. Love you.